Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, people of planet Earth, and people outside of planet Earth. You have reached the most awesome talk show in the universe. This is the First Amendment talk show, First Amendment podcast, brought to you by the people, for the people. This is your podcast, here for you. I'm your host. My name is Ace, and I have a special guest here. Her name's B. B, welcome. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome. It's always a pleasure uh, to have you here. So, uh, so we have a special topic today to talk about, and that is the disconnection, disconnection between individuals that we had back in the '90s, maybe '80s, maybe '70s, maybe '50s. I don't know. I didn't live in the '50s, but I hear it was a nice time to live. Um, so do you? What's your opinion? Do you believe that there's been disconnection and? between you know the 90s and and the and today do you think there's been a very um do you think there's been it's it's built up to be this disconnected or do you even think that it's you know we're disconnected from one another what are your thoughts well putting aside like all the social injustices that happened in the 1900s i think that we certainly were just a lot closer just because I feel, I feel like technology is to blame, to be honest. Like, everybody's on their phones. Everybody's just thinking about what's happening on social media, what's going on with the Kardashians and these celebrities. <laughs> so it, I feel like people just don't have that, you know, like we just don't know how to socialize anymore. Right. Do you, do you think the main, um, do you think the main cause is social media or do you think it's, media outlets like the you know the news like such as cnn fox msnbc do you think they have more to blame or do you think it's just social media because we know we all know that social media is basically or mostly person to person um obviously they do have ads but mostly it's you know it's information from person to person unless of course you see like cnn and fox news on uh facebook or whatever the case may be but what do you think is more to blame for the disconnection do you think it's person a person a person thing a networking thing or do you think it's an actual beast that's trying to disconnect us from one another oh man that's a tough question he threw in a beast in here <laughs> well yeah you know, honestly with their media outlets and all that uh you know that's i believe it's probably just all the above because i think the media is also to blame like the tv shows like and all these like media outlets they all report the same thing and if you if you do your research most of these media companies are owned by a small group of conglomerates disney for example owns abc and i think they own cnn at that point so it's like it's a very small circle of people that control this so i feel like the information is very minimal okay so is this is is uh is this disconnect the same outside of let's say outside when you go you know out shopping is it this similar to what it is like because you go to school correct right is it the same is it similar to you know when you're in campus or is it a little more extreme in either one well i feel like i feel like it is i'm I feel like it is a little bit more extreme on college campuses, I would say. Like, everybody's on either their laptops or their phones, or they're just, you know, focused on their own schoolwork. There's not really 
much interaction between college students that I've personally experienced. So it's just kind of like everybody keeps to themselves. Everybody's very wary of everybody. Like nobody wants to talk to, I guess, a complete stranger that's sitting next to them. It's just, it's just a different vibe. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so it's good that you mentioned that because I wanted to, the next question I wanted to ask was. Um, this whole situation, and I'm pretty sure, you know, you've heard of it. The whole world's heard of, you know, a couple of words called introvert and extrovert, right? You've heard ah, of yes. those words. They've, mm-hmm. they're be, they've been thrown around like it's a new trend. However, um, these words, they weren't anything before, you know, the 2000s. So when these words were created, do you think these words were created while, um, like, the tech giants were you know, spreading all the technology going around and people just started isolating themselves and became introverted and extroverted, introverted and introverted. Ext- I don't know how that works because some people say that they're both. Yeah, but, I know uh, that's... That's a thing now, right? It's it's a trend, you know, they have to be both now, kind of like being bisexual. Like you, 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 you don't want one, you want both. And that's another one that, you know, I wanted to bring up, but that's a whole nother topic, the whole, you know, bisexual thing. But what I'm, what I'm trying to ask, I guess, is do you think all this, you know, since the 2000s and maybe even before, um, this created confusion in people's minds and the not being committed to one, to one thing. Do you think people just, you know, kind of, kind of lost it and just wanted to do their own little thing in their own little mind? Or do you think it's something different? Well, I don't know. I feel like maybe, like, because I know there's the amnivert, which is, like, you need social interaction, but you also need time to, quote-unquote, recharge from that. And, I mean, I get it. Like, you can't be around people all day and expect not to be exhausted, right? But there's some people who say, oh, no, I'm an extrovert because I like to be around people all the time. And then the introverts are like, oh, no, I don't like people. And I get it. I don't like people either. I just because I think people are just shitty <laughs> but <laughs> that being said I I feel like in that transition with like the tech giants like most of these like tech giants like for example like you know the Apple Apple CEO man like you know he started out like he was a nerd straight out he was a nerd so like you know back then all the like entrepreneurs and the conglomerates were all like people full of charisma you know they had to sell their product but now with like technology i feel like it's kind of like shifted to where you can have your own ideas but not necessarily sell them out like that like as long as they're good ideas i guess i don't know if that makes sense but (laughs) like you you mean like your own inventions and stuff like that yeah, because you know, like the like the Apple iPhone. That's like almost every single person on this earth has an Apple iPhone, and like this man doesn't go around like you know flaunting his charisma. Not that he, not that he has any, but it's just. I feel like it's just different. Like people have just kind of just isolated themselves also on their phone like they're just it's just so much easier to entertain yourself i guess like just watching your shows going through instagram so i feel like some people have just gotten more comfortable in their solitude okay that that sounds good so here's another one i wanted to ask you since you mentioned um 
you know, more comfortable. That doesn't necessarily mean they're happy, right? Right. So here's 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 a here's a curveball for you. So do you believe um, this is healthy for people? Because obviously, people before, even though you know, even though there was a lot of issues, there was a lot of wars, there was a lot of problems. They went through slavery, the Holocaust. They went through all kinds of disasters. That you know, our biggest disaster, I guess, people say it's it's the worst time in his in the history of man, which was. 2020 which was the covid which you know that's definitely not you know not true in other, in some people's perspective because there's been worse things the worst years in 2020 like a lot worse right? right but do you believe that you know people have become spoiled like do you believe people have become maybe even bored of life that you know they have to create some sort of some sort of uh maybe not happiness but some sort of they they want to create something to believe in, but yet they can't because they they they're just on their phones and you know they're they're isolated and you know some people may think that's depressing, but as you know, as you just you know stated, most of the world is introverted, even though sometimes they want to say they're extroverts, but they're mainly introverts. So would you say that this is a good step for man? You know this whole technology race, this whole technology growth. Some people may believe that it's very, you know, you're very, you settle for it, right? You settle for Uber, you settle for uh, Uber Eats, you settle for, you know, banking online. But is this really, do you think this is really helping mankind? Or um, do you think otherwise um, when it comes to the facilitating our lives the way, you know, technology has? Well, I feel like to a certain point, it was helping us, like, you know, like Uber, like it's relatively new, but even still, like if pe- we don't want people driving home drunk, so that's a good alternative. Not to say that people still don't do it, but it's a really good alternative for those that are intoxicated. In terms of cell phones, when they came out, you were able to communicate with relatives that were at a long distance that before you wouldn't really be able to do so easily because you'd either have to go over or like send a letter that take weeks to like get a reply to um but you know i definitely do think that you know a lot of people just claim that they're introverts saying that they're like they have like the lone wolf persona but i i genuinely feel that despite the fact that you feel that you need to be alone i feel that you still have to have some sort of like communication with other human beings in order to be considered a human if that doesn't right, throw right. anybody yeah. off but <laughs> you know it's yeah, just no, it makes sense. Yeah. like not talk to the voices in your head all the time right yes I you know because i feel like you can anyway. gen- <laughs> it's not <laughs> well it's you know it's fine like i i get that you're having like your internal monologue or you're trying to like sort your stuff out but i think human interaction is a very important part of making us grow and like making us human basically like we feel emotions, anger, worry, sadness, happiness, excitement, love. So I feel like it's very important to still have at least that close circle. Right, right. No, I, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, so do you believe, like, let me ask you this. Do you believe um, if technology wasn't as advanced, let's say 
it was you know still 2000 whatever the year may be today um but our technology is as advanced as 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 advanced as it was back in the 1900s how do you think the world you know if we were that backed up in technology but we're still in the year 2020 or you know whatever year we may be in um how do you think like how do you i know we can't go back but how do you think like how do you believe we would be where we would be at right now when it comes to the growth of the growth or or fall of humanity do you think we would still be alive do you think um things would be better between you know humans how do you think it would uh it would affect us that's a very interesting question because like you know if we're talking about the early 1900s that'd be way before world war ii i think if we would have gone into the war with the technology we have now we literally would have obliterated everybody everybody it's it, i feel like it would have been horrible and besides the fact that we already had those atomic bombs it's i feel like it's a little scary just thinking about because like right now every single country most of the countries on this world has their own secret nukes just ready to fire at, at the press yeah. of the button so it's it's very interesting to think about because you know a lot of us don't like even today like even back then we do not think straight we don't think things through and you know i can't i can't really say that i wouldn't make the same decisions either or if i would have done any different because i wasn't there but you know, we also had like different types of like illnesses going around that like now with our technology, it's just so much easier to treat people and it saves so many people when back then it's it was hundreds of thousands of people dying. So, you know, it's, it's definitely taking a good turn in terms of development, but I feel like us as humans, we're just not using these things correctly. Right, right. I agree. I definitely agree. So what you're saying is that drugs uh, can be good to a certain extent. So can technology. Excuse right? me. I didn't say drugs. Well, well, I, mean, well I guess, you know, said, you know, the prescriptions, uh, much, right? Uh, That's yeah, basically what they are. Yeah. But, you know, there's people that still abuse their medications or they'll lie to their doctors just so they can get medications like that. And right. so, but, you know, back then there was people like getting high on opium and you know it was a whole country like that and, and nobody really did anything about it but like now you know we have enforcement and like very strict rules about it you know but I feel like it's just human nature to go against the rules too like we just don't like being told what to do right right rebellious uh, species of uh, of life exactly so mm-hmm. would you say um having the technology we have now and the medication and you know the drugs that you find in the pharmacy and you know anywhere else um having all that you know the medicinal technology that advancements that we've had since the 1900s to now do you think that something like the black plague would have if it happened today it would have uh, destroyed as, as many people or maybe even one person at that what are your thoughts on that well you know i i don't know like exactly if we even have like any sort of like 
cure or like vaccine or sort of procedure to treat the Black Plague. I do know though that it spread due to, you know, just uncleanliness. You know, it was like, you know, the sewage. People would throw like their feces and their pee out the window onto the streets. It was a very, very filthy time, you know, but they didn't have like a sewage system like we have now. Like you don't even see any of the stuff that goes down the toilet because it's underground. And if people would go down there, I'm sure they faint. It's disgusting. But yes, I feel like if, I mean, you know, with COVID, it's like something that directly impacts the immune system. And even still, we're literally almost, no, if two years into COVID and, you know, we still don't have a reliable vaccine. People still have to take boosters. We still have to take like weekly, weekly tests. So I, I, I don't, I don't think we'd even be able to survive the black, black plague if we got hit with it again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people. I, I bring that up because a lot of people compare COVID to the black plague, and I mean, the black plague was, you know, it's pretty ancient now. I mean, if you really look at it, it's, it's, it's pretty much like you know pretty much vintage like some people say it, it's old you know? it, 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 it's old school so um and that happened i mean one of the worst catastrophes in the history of man right. and that was an actual pandemic and i believe i i mean i think that that's why people compare covid to the black plague because they're both called pandemics right. but you know that's why i ask people what what do you think do you think we'd be able with the technology we have today do you think we'd be able to you know stop the black plague um, and that's mm-hmm. that's when I get you know mixed uh, mixed answers because some people, like I said, believe it's it's like the Black Plague. I personally don't believe it's like the Black Plague. Um, but like you said, you know, I wasn't there, so I don't know how many people actually died. And you know, with COVID, people, you know, they started telling us that people were dropping left and right. And to be honest with you, I didn't see any bodies in the street. Um, and the pictures that we see from the Black Plague, there's bodies in the streets of England, there's bodies in the streets of Italy, there's bodies everywhere. No, yeah, they uh, would like uncover yeah. like like unmarked tombs of just bodies that they would throw there because they they couldn't like cremate them or they couldn't bury them because they were afraid that they would get it too. It was a very contagious thing. And you know, right. when you compare it to back then, back then there wasn't as many people on the world as there is now. And even still, it wiped out one third of Europe's population. So if you can imagine, there's probably, what, 7 billion people on this planet right now. I I can't imagine that we would be able to survive something that would get you sick at such a close proximity when, you know, for them, it was like much less. There wasn't as many of them. But again- It's kind of similar to Do you see any similarities there or not really when it comes to those pandemics? Well, with COVID and the Black Plague, I do definitely think they're two different types of pandemics in terms of scale too. Like, I mean, there's been millions of people that have died of COVID and I'm not, I'm not refuting them, but it's, we've just, I feel like we've just advanced a little bit more in terms of medicine and stuff like that, that we've been able to take a lot more prevention. Like back then they didn't really wear, they didn't 
They didn't wear masks. They didn't wash their hands. They didn't really have soap. They didn't have a clear um, sewage system. It was, it was just filth upon filth. So you can't, you can't get a sick person better if they're surrounded by infection and dirt and bacteria. Right. Right. So, so going back to the whole cancellation of people that don't agree with, uh, you know, don't agree with, with certain things in society. Um, here's a question I wanted to ask people for a while, but I haven't really had a chance to. So you'll be the first to hear this question. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we used to see, you know, famous people or even non-famous people go to the hospital at first, right? Um, and they'd go to the hospital because they had COVID and they survived it. I don't know if you've seen, you know, the news or if you saw the news back then and, you know, they would pretty much, you know, be videotaped by the news media and talking about how like um, uh, progressive medicine or, you know, the medical field pretty much is advancing um, with destroying, you know, they're, they're being successful with destroying or not destroying, but beating COVID. Um, why is it that we don't hear from the millions and maybe even billions of people that survived COVID while not going to the hospital? Is there something that, is there something, does it have to do something with, with something that we don't know about? Or why do we never hear about the success stories of the people that survived, which, you know, I, I know a few that survived COVID without any sort of medication, but more or less their immune system. And maybe if you're religious, you know, God, if not, then nature, you know? Um, Why is it that we hear a lot of pretty much, I want to say all the success stories that, you know, have been through the hospitals with medication, but zero success stories when it comes to nature, you know, helping you out, not helping you not die. So what, is there a difference there? Is there a reason, do you think, that that happens? I mean, I feel like just with the hospitals, it's just so much easier to track down those people because, like, those are documented cases. And, you know, before and even now, there's a lot of people that go around with COVID or they quarantine, but they don't go to the hospital. And those cases aren't documented. So, you know, that's why they were saying it attacks predominantly people with, like, you know, pre- pre-existing conditions or like a weaker immune system because those people actually need to go to the hospital because they can't do anything about it at home. But, you know, when COVID first started, um, there was a lot of people have told me that as soon as they put you in tubes or on the ventilator, it's a death sentence. Like, as soon as they put you on that ventilator, your chances of waking up or chances of getting better was close to none. Just because I believe is just because it's so much stress on your body. There's a machine doing the work for you. So like your body just cannot adapt. But you know, for those that already have a weakened body, it's not exactly the best decision to not seek medical help. Right. So do you do you think so? The, the 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 question like the question that I have in my mind is do you think maybe the the this is bigger than what it seems do you think maybe um there's a certain I don't know let's just say the cancel culture right let's just say for for uh time's sake um mm-hmm. for time purposes um 
let's just say the cancel culture do you think that um they have something to do with the propaganda of certain things because you know obviously like i've, I've noticed i notice a lot of things i'm not biased towards many things but i do notice i think every human notices if they want to right but um um do you think they're being biased towards the natural immunity or against the natural immunity of man beating diseases or viruses um versus the you know you go into the doctor and they obviously you know you got to pay the doctor if you don't have insurance and you get right. certain medications and whatnot do you think they kind of frown upon or try to cancel people or something of that sort that really don't need the doctor to you know battle something um and obviously it's, it's, it doesn't come from me it's actually been proven you know a lot of famous people have gone through covid and actually been successful with you know minor medication or any okay. or zero you know zero amounts of medication um so a lot of people have gone through it but um you know when they come public when they go public i mean when they go public talking about how they um beat covid with other medications and not you know the covid vaccine and all that they kind of sort of you know frown upon that do you think that's has something to do with a bigger purpose or do you think they just frown upon it because it's misinformation or what do you think it 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 may be i think it might be misinformation but i do also believe it's just been like conformity like we're just so used to vaccines like you know you're supposed to get the flu shot every year most of us don't but it's recommended to get the flu shot every year just because we obviously see a spike in the flu around the colder months because it makes sense right but you know like for schooling for example you are not allowed you are not allowed to go to public school unless you have certain vaccines and i believe that includes like the the yellow fever the I don't know like there's some like hpv there's the chicken pox and all that stuff the tdap i know that one the swine flu and you know you would have to give records to your school of which vaccines you have or else you wouldn't be allowed to go and i mean in a sense it makes sense there's just so many children in one place you know children are icky they're all up on each other they you know they're a bunch of them touching the same stuff but you know, I feel like we've just been conformed to trusting vaccines so much that a lot of people would say that those that aren't vaccinated are part of the problem. And right. I don't know if you've seen it, like, I think even um, Joe Biden said it, but I, I have also seen stuff on Instagram and social media where people were literally just, you know, doing videos and they were like, if you're not vaccinated, you are part of the problem. But... Right you can't expect people to get vaccinated on a vaccine that's not 100 percent. and i get it like right now it's like i believe at about 90 percent. so they're urging it but why does this vaccine need a booster is my question you know and i get it, it's like to boost your immune system but it's if it's not good enough in the first place where to work under one dose you have to do two separate doses why do we have to get one every month yeah you know no i agree I, I definitely agree i was actually back in march of 2020 you know i lost a lot of uh friendships and a couple of significant others because i told them that uh it wasn't gonna stop with one shot back in march of 2020 everyone was pretty much uh 
excited, you know, that everything was going to go back to normal after November of 2020. And I lost a lot of friends and uh, a lot of would-be friends. I mean, they're not really friends if you lose them over that. But a lot lot of people that I was close with because I told them that it wasn't going to stop there. Um, And they, you know, I luckily I didn't post any of that on social media because I would have been, you know, beheaded virtually. But, you know, now now people realize that I was I wasn't wrong and that's my problem my problem is you know if the can if if certain people are canceling people for misinformation what happens to the people that have hit that have been misinforming us since this whole thing started because back when you know it first started they were recommending us to not wear anything because only there was only enough masks for the for the professionals to wear in the hospital and the hospitals were full and you don't have to wear anything. And then they told us to wear whatever, right? Scarves, they told us to wear bandanas, they told us to wear anything on our face so we wouldn't get sick. Now they we need to wear a special mask that, you know, the government is, uh, I think it's given out for free, but you have to wear that certain mask. And you gotta remember, you still gotta get, you still might get sick. You still have to take your three or what is it, four vaccines now, your booster shots, still be six feet away. So my problem would be if there is misinformation, um, you know, be 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 held responsible for your own misinformation and not just everyone else's. You know what I mean? Because sometimes misinformation could be the right information in the future. Um which right. you know that's what happened in my case my case was misinformation 100 percent, and then it you know it came out being true like we it wasn't going to stop at one wonder drug everyone was super happy i don't know if you remember back in 2020 everyone was in line trying to get their their first vaccination and i mean what what happened you know what happened with that wonder drug right. so do you think um do you think this whole movement of misinformation and trying to cancel out the misinformers giving out misinformation is actually fair or is it is it fair for like the 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 uh the future or is it not fair because it might be something something you know something real you know well you know with like the whole like covid vaccine like i know there was like warnings on like everywhere instagram twitter about like this might be like false information check the cdc to like be more accurate about it but you know it's like people are also just going based off of their own observations if they see certain things right but how can i word this well like for example like I I had to get the COVID vaccine only because of my schooling. They were not gonna let me go back to school in person. And I mean, online online is an option, but for me, it's not. I don't like online schooling. I think it's horrible, and it doesn't do the classroom justice. So I wanted to go back to school, but they told me I had to get the COVID vaccine, and I would have to get tested weekly until I was fully vaccinated. Or else I wouldn't be able to come back. And, you know, it was the ultimatum that, you know, I ultimately chose to do or whatever. But in the beginning, these vaccines weren't even 100%. 
and people were saying oh go get it go get it but what's the point of getting a vaccine that's not gonna really help you like i know at the beginning like towards when they first brought them out they were like what like 50 70 percent and it's just like you know for me personally that number was way too low i want to take a vaccine that actually works not one that needs three two booster shots but um with like the whole misguided information like you can't i feel like it is a little unfair to punish those but also you also kind of got to be held accountable because i know there's some people that say you got to do your research got to do your own research because you can't just believe what's on the internet all the time because it's not always accurate some people lie just to you know make other people's life miserable so i think it is important that you got to check your sources and check multiple sources to make sure that the information is correct but you know if it's somebody you trust you're obviously gonna side with them and believe them because most people that you trust aren't don't have a reason to lie to you but just because something that they said wasn't accurate doesn't mean that they necessarily try to misguide you you know right yeah well i mean this whole this whole time i think i think it's been the cdc and maybe the who back in the day but the who, the who. um they should have broke yeah it. the world uh <laughs> organization world health organization yeah there you go the who um i haven't heard from them so i don't know if they're still you know with all that i know the cdc is really intense and has yeah. been super intense with this and um um therefore you know they're the ones that have um i don't want to say misinformed us um but honestly honestly speaking if if you say you know other people that have been uh calling it as 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 it actually is now if they've been calling it like myself if that's been in misinformation then you have to be fair and not use double standards and call that what they've been talking about misinformation as well because Mm -hmm. it's the same exact thing so i think the um I think it's unfair, you know, how intense they are with people that are supposedly misinforming um, the the public, um, you know, regular folk rather than, you know, institutions that are affecting the whole world. Right. Uh, like, you know, people that have podcasts and people that have talk shows and YouTubers, when they supposedly misinform individuals, they're not misinforming the whole world. They're just misinforming people that watch them. However, the CDC is responsible for like, it's like a world organization that, you know, gives, um, gives out, uh, recommendations, um, to what you should do. But again, they've been on and off with different things, including where the, uh, the, uh, COVID originated. Um, a lot of people, trust me, a lot of people believe back in the day that it didn't originate from the original source that the CDC and the WHO, you know, mentioned and, they were pretty much disowned and exiled and thrown away and now it turns out that you know they're pretty much investigating different labs and whatnot so um i don't know i i I believe that you know everyone has a a mind of their own and you know for all good reasons the ideas of their own for all good reasons and we should we should listen to them um but i don't i don't i want to ask you what do you what do you um what do you think about going back to the whole disconnect with, you know, human to human? 
Um, do you think COVID made things worse between humans, like human interaction? Do you think COVID um, was a big, uh, was a big, um, how can I put it? Was a big catalyst towards, or a big host towards, you know, the, the disconnect of people in the, in the 20, in the 2000s? Or do you think that, you know, people actually came together a little bit more? even though we had to be six feet apart. Um, from my personal experience, I feel like people have drifted apart only because, you know, before you see people walking up the streets, you know, taking their afternoon walk, you, you would be at the park. And, you know, now, like, I mean, parks are open, but a lot of people can't even fathom going to a public park anymore. It's just changed so much. Like I know me and my family used to go out to the parks all the time, at least to take a quick little walk. But I can't even tell you, I can't even remember what was the last time we went to a park. Like it's, I feel like it's definitely just kind of um, taken away a lot of the social, I guess, areas that we used to frequent often. But I also feel like at the same time, it's kind of, just brought the internet community together you know like there's been a lot more i guess creativity going on on the like the social media platforms people just trying to you know get the ball rolling trying to get their life back together make things interesting but i feel like it's it has started some interesting movements but i feel like also during a certain time covid did bring us together only because you know of this mask mandate the vaccine there was just a lot of stuff going on but but I don't know man it's it's kind of hard to to like even so you're saying that physically you're saying that physically socially in a physical way it's brought us it's 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 taken us apart because of the whole covid and pandemic going around but in in reality a connection between you and your family your friends and you know your 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 friends on your people online they've brought you together right is that what you're saying i mean connection yeah essentially i would say yeah the the camera <laughs> but do you think do you think it's human nature that you know if society or something from society takes you apart as humans do you think you still seek one another not only for comfort but for for strength maybe is that what you think um or do you think that you know otherwise do you think that it, it, it pulls you apart more because it's it's just it's a pandemic well you know to a certain degree it does pull us apart only because even amongst family members so many of us had different opinions and different you know ways of thinking of covid like there's some people that just absolutely do not want you near them even if it's your family members so like if you live in a different house don't come to my house um they want to make you wear masks in their home and i mean i get that that's their own home um but you know like certainly like with my family i feel like it has brought us like a little closer together only because we were literally like we were quarantining like we, everybody was stuck in the same house for <laughs> lord knows how many months not to say we didn't argue definitely did a lot more but i feel like it did kind of force us to be 
in the same space and forces to interact. So I feel like maybe with like our loved ones and our close like friends and family, we were able to kind of communicate a lot better. But in terms of like strangers in the outside world, I feel like it's become a lot more like at a distance. Like everybody that I don't know, it's like you stay away over there. Don't talk to me. Don't touch me. You know? Yeah. So do you think that you know, with all this being said, um, you know, going back to our original topic because we kind of drifted into COVID and whatnot, but yeah, um, <laughs> with all of this, no, this is what we do in this in this uh, in this show. We we drift. That's a good thing. We you can only find an island if you drift away, not if you stay in shore. But anyway, that's true. Um, here, here's here's what I wanted to ask you. Where uh, we have a a bit of a uh, little bit of time left, but um. I wanted to ask you, with everything that we've talked about, including COVID and everything, back to the uh, person-to-person or human connection, do you think that um, because of COVID, because of technology, because of all these different, you know, ideas that people get when they're not out and about, um, do you believe that this is why people cannot, and this is what the show is about, the show is about people, you know, debating about their ideas and still, I mean, still love one another. It's possible for a person to love the whole world it's it's not impossible you know yes. but i think i honestly think that we've been disconnected for a reason and you know i'm making my mission to find out what that mission is because we people we make the world go round you know money doesn't drugs don't power does it people do and we have to remember that the only reason we this world is what it is is because of all our different ideas if it wasn't right. for all our different ideas you know there'd be one guy you know, still trying to start a fire, right? And not knowing how to use a razor to, you know, shave. You know, it, it's it's all of our our ideas. So, um, I want to figure out why why people are so afraid to speak. Like, let me give you an example. If somebody speaks mm-hmm. nowadays, right? Um, somebody speaks pretending to know things, but in reality. A lot of it is opinion. Now, because they believe that they are, you know, spitting facts, whatever you say against them is pretty much, it's un- it's not relevant to anything, which, you know, the reality of things could be that they're wrong and the person that's trying to talk to them is actually right because we're all, this world is built on opinions and ideas. So do you think that with everything that's been going on, um, is that a reason why people don't know how to speak with one another, you know, and speak about different ideas and things without either walking away or becoming hostile? Um, do you think that all this is a reason why people cannot, you know, on a normal basis, just debate and still hug it out or, you know, shake it or whatever the uh, the goodbye is in your in people's, uh, you know, people's people's uh, tradition or culture or whatever um so do you think well, why do you think it's it's so obvious that people can't really sit there and just smile and debate about stuff why do you truly like why do you believe that is well first of all i do truly think it's a shame that we can't sit down and debate you know i don't think debating is necessarily an argument like you said i think it's just a sharing of opinions and ideas so the fact that we can't sit down and just talk about it like civil people take the congress and the senate for an example they're old ass people 
and they cannot sit down and make a decision for the better of the country, which, you know, I'm not saying it's easy, but they're just so stubborn. It's, you know, it's not about your pride. It's about, you know, being a human and sitting down and just hearing the opinion and the reasoning of other people. And I believe it's possible to sit down and have a conversation with somebody that's completely opposite ideology from you and just try to understand, you know, their way of thinking, you know? But going back to your question, hold on, repeat it one more time. <laughs> um, so the, dis- <laughs> the disconnection <laughs> with people, um, why do you think it is? I mean, why do you think we can't really sit down and debate anymore? Uh-huh. Do you think it's because of everything that's going on? Do you think, I mean, obviously, like you stated before, uh, everyone's either introverted or pretend like they're extroverted, but in reality, they're just stuck on the phone. Um, I've actually experienced that, you know, um, I've done it myself, even, you know, just wave at people and, pe- and you know, the person just look away and look at their phone like you, you don't exist. Um, why do you think right. that's happening? Why do you think people just want to exist in their own little bubble? I feel like... You know, I feel like it it all bubbles down to fear. Like, whether it be that you're afraid that your loved ones will judge you or that somebody's coming for you just because of what you said. Like, going back to the cancel culture, um, I don't, I don't, like, some things I feel like we're definitely just out of pocket in terms of, you know, canceling people. And, like, they don't just cancel them. They harass they bully this is cyberbullying straight up like they'll tell them go kill yourself go do this go do that like it's it's we just have come to such a low point that to to a point where everybody just thinks you're a shitty person if you don't have the same understanding but uh, us ourselves are not big understanding either by hearing their opinions or why they think that way and again I think it's perfectly possible to sit down and talk to somebody even if they're at the complete opposite end of you and just try to understand you know what's going on everybody has their own personal life their own personal experiences that drive the way that they think their personality their opinions so i think it just essentially bubbles down to fear you know when you had half of the population um demanding that everybody get vaccinated when uh, for example you're afraid of needles or you don't like you don't like vaccines you believe in herbal medicine whichever it may be you were instantly shit on because you didn't want to get the vaccine and i get it it was a pandemic but that doesn't mean that we can force people to you know just basically follow the flock we're all sheep everybody just wants to do the same thing they're worried about societal norms but I feel like that's also like with technology we've just lost our uniqueness everybody wants to be the same everybody wants to be an IG model uh, you know a bodybuilder or I don't know what it wants to be but everybody just wants to be a certain way but you know they've just kind of forgotten that everybody's unique and everybody has their own mind yep With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to urge you to be yourself. Can't change yourself. Can't change anybody. 
for those women right. that are out there talking about I can change him. Like, no, you cannot change him. <laughs> he is who he is. Right. For those guys that are out there. Hey, you are who you are. And I mean, I mean, we shouldn't judge bad people, but we shouldn't try to change them. You know, it's it's just if there will be any change, it would be more or less uh, a choice of either right. bettering yourself or you know worsening yourself but you will always be you um that's why you know i want to in future um episodes i want to talk about the whole lgbtq movement because a lot of people are um confused about all of that stuff that's going on um so i want to enlighten a lot of people but you know being outside of that community is definitely very confusing but i feel like you also cannot have um civil conversation without being called either homophobic or you know whatever it may be when you just don't understand you know like you're not yeah. part of that community you're not delved in so you might say things that are a big no-no but a, like some people just don't understand and yeah. i feel like that's what some people don't understand either like it's not that they're attacking you or we're attacking you it's just that I'm trying to figure they, stuff out right they're they're confused and, and I feel see, like if we just gotta, talk about it. Yeah, that's what I got to tell everyone. Um, I tell myself that as well because I'm not perfect. But I got to tell everyone that um, once you get angry in a conversation, that's when you feel like, truly feel like you're losing a battle. You become hostile. You become confrontational. You become, you get more in the offensive side. So right. people don't get hostile because everyone will see how you're losing i mean it's, right. it's pretty obvious you know people ask questions if i ask uh even if i ask god something i'm pretty sure god isn't gonna you know shoot a a, a lightning bolt at me just because i've asked them something that's in the right. bible or something or you know if i go up to you know a friend and i ask them why they're doing that if they become hostile obviously i don't want to be their friends i mean that just makes me pretty much oppressed you know i can't ask them anything so I recommend people to always ask. Always ask, and this will do two things for you. It'll give you knowledge, and if it does, doesn't give you knowledge, it'll weed out the people that aren't going to be good for your life, all the toxic people that are going to look at you like you're stupid, right? Mm-hmm. So, But, you know, I think that power. goes both ways, to be honest. Like, you can't expect somebody to understand you without you trying to understand them. And, you know, to a certain point, if they just are talking like shit basically on you and they're just like telling you that you're the worst that you, you know whatever it may be that's that's not a conversation anymore they they just want to win in their own mind and you know yeah. it's but it's it's impossible for us to come to an understanding if both sides are not trying to you know understand one another you know it's it's okay yeah. to be on different ends but people just like they don't like that the minute that they know that or that they assume that we don't have the same opinions or like oh they're the worst they're against this they're like they never said that you know and it's just it's i feel like everything is just a gray area you know yeah and that gray area has to pretty much end because it becomes a dark area that gray area as long as you're on the offensive in any conversation you've already lost um, if somebody asks a person questions and they're already on the offensive, pretending like they know me, right? And I'm pretending like I'm going to attack them. 
they've already right. lost because the conversation is going to go nowhere if i'm in the offensive you know trying to talk to people that i don't know that i i may not like you know people will notice it you know and it's only gonna fuel the fire that shouldn't even be a fire it should be a normal conversation um but that's just what um society is right now that's why we're we're speaking on these on this podcast right now because um hopefully more people you know will join the uh the chat and we'll sit down talk like like uh like humans should you know we could be two worlds apart but as long as we remember that we can live in one planet in the same planet um without killing each other for different ideas then exactly. i mean it'll be a good day i feel like it boils um, down so, to respect too you know it's just it's a, we gotta that's, respect that's, one another as long as they're not harming you like tipping in your house or insulting your <laughs> wife like why like why are you gonna be like that just respect yeah. who they are you don't have to agree with them you don't but right. there's no there's no mutual respect anymore right and it's good that you mentioned that before uh, before we end this because that is the one rule I have here as a host. Um, nice. Respect. <laughs> you know, respect is the one rule. And if it's kind of like a disclaimer, if people don't want to check the box that says respect the individual, I I can't I can't you know I can't go forward with your application there, buddy. So you might right. Have to... I mean, feedback is welcome from like people that are listening. You know. Just keep it civil, but definitely uh, when we don't have respect for each other's opinions, or I mean, again, you don't have to agree, but I at least expect you to listen to what I have to say. But the minute you start getting upset and start yelling, this isn't a conversation anymore. It's an argument and we're not trying to win. So yeah, nobody wins in war. Nobody, nobody. There's casualties all around. I think I heard a wise man say one time, the only people that are right in war are the ones that are left <laughs> right it, you know they, the they say the winner writes history so it's <laughs> like you change it to where you seem like you're the hero but um it doesn't exactly. count the atrocities that you made you know exactly and i can go on and on about world war ii and vietnam oh, yeah. and that but you know let's just keep that in mind the only thing that war brings is death and people that write what happened in the war whether it's true or not that's another topic for another day but right um so like what like if you have a message for people you know out there about the disconnect that's been going on between humans what like what do you have any advice like what what would you say i don't know man because you know like i I like to say I'm an introvert, but I don't think that's the case. Like I love my family, my friends. I love to interact with them. I always want to be with them. But, you know, it's the fact that we just can't put our phones down. You know, we have to put our phones down because there's some people that are not going to be on this planet for long. You may not know that, but <laughs> when it comes to that, you're going to regret it. You know, you're going to regret not spending time with your grandparents, with your aunts, your uncles, your cousins your mom your dad you you don't know what's gonna happen so i feel like the disconnect is just getting larger but i feel like people just need to look up like look up from their phones and realize what's going on like i was saying earlier sometimes i i i'm on my phone and i kind of zone back in and i look up and everybody's on their phone and i'm just like what 
Like it's, it's, we're literally in a zombie state, you know, when we're on our phones. So, you know, just increase that human interaction, spread the human love, you know, just yeah, let it rip. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of you because you actually came and as, as introvert as you may want to think of yourself, you came and talked to us and, you know, for a good hour. I mean, I don't even talk to the voices in my head for like five minutes because they, oh, they disagree with me all the time. But, you know, you came and talked to us and you gave us a little bit of uh, some good stuff, some good uh, inspirational words. Um, it no, is I, true. I you know, a lot of. Over them. <laughs> oh, no, you won't. Not in this show. This show is for, you know, the First Amendment. You have your freedom of speech in mind and you are free to say whatever you want. You will never, right. ever get Again, canceled. As long as, as it doesn't society. cause harm. I, I, I don't think that there's a reason to be telling people to shut up or anything like that. Like, yes. their opinions are valid. That's the way that they think is whatsoever, whatever gears are turning in their brain. But you know, as long as it's not causing harm or insulting anybody, I think you do have a right. You know, peaceful right. protest. I mean, I've always said, no matter how many times I get, you know, stoned, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell them a lie that they want to hear you know i'm gonna tell right. them what i think. i'm not gonna exactly. change my opinion just because i get stoned i mean if i die getting stoned at least i'm gonna die you know an honest man and that's that's what that's what we forget we're all gonna get there we're all gonna you know be in a coffin someday so why not just you know add a little value to your life and you know live simple i mean life is literally what you make it yeah, it could be yeah. really bad or it could be really, really good when you're around your family and your friends and, yes. you know, doing what you love doing. But, you know, you're always yourself. And that's why, you know, we love our friends and family, because no matter how many fights we get into into it with them, I mean, they the, the real friends and, you know, the, the, the good individuals in our family, they always come back and um, love us for who we are, not for who yes. they want us to be. Right. So, but, you know. I think it, like, like I said earlier, it all boils down to fear, you know, people are afraid to death. Most people, a majority, I'm going to say 90% of the people on this earth are afraid of death. They're afraid because they don't know what comes after death, you know, they're afraid of being in pain or just, you know, what's coming. So I feel like that's why a lot of people are just, you know, hostile. Yeah, and see, that's the reason why people shouldn't be hostile because they're not going to be here for long. None of us are. It's already 2020. Right. Yesterday it was 1970. I mean, <laughs> the world is gone. Your life is gone. I wasn't gone even born yet. <laughs> right? The world is gone. Your life is gone before you know it. Why not take that those two seconds of life and just smile? Yeah. If I had two seconds to live and die, I would smile. Maybe even laugh if I have enough time. But why get angry and, you know, do this and that? You never know. I mean, do you really think the people in, in the buildings of 9-11 knew they were going to die that day? I'm pretty sure they didn't know. A lot oh, yeah. of them actually left their families at home. One of, you know, one or two or three or a hundred were angry with their wives. And the last thing they said was, I hate you. And all of a sudden they're, they're dead. Right. And that's, that's something to think about. That's something to yeah. think about. You know, when you leave your home, when you leave your home, don't don't regret anything if you don't come back. You know, when you right. leave your home, do what you have to do so you won't have to be lingering around as a ghost. So you can go to heaven or wherever you want to go. But life isn't guaranteed. Tomorrow isn't guaranteed. So 
um you know with that being said um we have a cup we have a minute left so um yeah i just want to say something real quick i i saw this quote and it was like we don't know what tomorrow is so what the future is and we can't change the past but we can live in the present because it's a gift that's why it's called a present Mm -hmm. that's beautiful man i would give you a high five if you weren't like in china or you know mars somewhere but um, yeah you know drive by uh, a covid drive by high five air high five or whatever they call them (laughs) right six feet arm's length yeah well with that being said (laughs) ladies and gentlemen just remember we were not we are not gonna live forever um mend your wounds don't put more salt on them mend your wounds kiss your loved ones hug them call them text them text them just to say you know i uh, i'm thinking about you you know we always have time to do it let's not lie to ourselves but uh, that being said b thank you for you know all your inspirational words your um your intelligence i know you you pretty much filled a lot of people with uh with a lot of information including myself today and uh thank you i mean hopefully we'll hopefully we can chat again pretty soon hopefully glad to be of help it's a pleasure to be here you know talked about a lot of interesting things so thank you for having me sounds good b well everyone um like i always do always love everyone love all of you b you too and uh i mean until next time and i'll remember be good to yourselves and God will bless you. Right. Thank you. Exactly. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>